0: If you've got a thirst for knowledge that never quits, Brightside podcasts are just what you need. Whether you're into recent discoveries, space exploration, true stories, or useful tips for self-improvement, psychology, gadgets, or just your day-to-day routine, there's something for everyone. So last week, my buddy Greg moved into a new house and now is throwing a party for the occasion. Boy, would it turn out. But look, I'm here on a mission— to read all these people like an open book. Let's find out who's good at communicating and who's not getting the message. We'll start with that girl in the denim jacket sitting on the couch. She's fidgeting her hands on her knees. It's a clear sign she wants to end the conversation. Too bad the guy next to her isn't getting the hint and keeps talking. Oh, there's Dan taking pictures of everyone. He volunteered to be a photographer to get an obvious reason to start talking to people tonight. He's a shy guy, but he's already giving that couple his social media so they can contact him to see the pictures. Great way to get more friends! Let's move on to those two, Chris and Jenny. Her gaze is following an upside-down triangle on his face. She looks at one eye, then the other, and then his mouth. That's why Chris feels like she's really paying attention. I bet he thinks she's a great listener. A different situation is going on with the two women standing near the fireplace. One of them uses the right-side-up triangle, looking at one eye, the other eye, and then her forehead. That's a sign she's not into this conversation, and it works. The other woman wraps it up quickly and walks away. Greg is so busy introducing everyone to each other. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to say for it? That's just the perfect amount of eye contact. Emma's obviously pleased with her new acquaintance and feels at ease chatting with him. Check out those two guys in the armchairs. Notice how Frank subtly mirrors John's body language? John put an elbow on an armrest, and Frank did the same. Frank surely knows how to get someone to like you and subconsciously gain their trust. I'd say it's time for me to join a group. Luckily, their feet turned toward me when I walked up. This means I'm welcome and didn't interrupt them at a bad time. If their feet pointed away from me, I'd know it's better to leave. Honestly, Leslie is the funniest! Everyone, including me, keeps laughing at her jokes. And every time laughter breaks out, Leslie turns her gaze to Fred. We all instinctively do it when we like someone. I'm getting hungry. Let's head to the dining room. Oh, Jack and Sarah are here. They had a falling out a few days ago but it's good Jack chose a place next to her instead of sitting across. Sarah is now less likely to start an argument. Lisa just asked Brad to pass her a napkin. She could easily reach it herself, but she met Brad for the first time at this party. And when you ask a new person for a small favor, their brain gets a message they already like you, since they've done something for you. Hey, what's Carl doing behind that huge houseplant? Oh, I see. He's rubbing his hands together, and I know why. When you exchange a handshake with a new person, a warm hand leaves a good first impression. Nice thinking, Carl. Same for Jessica. She just raised her eyebrows a bit when Greg introduced her to Leah. We usually do that instinctively when we see someone we already know. Doing so during the first encounter makes a person feel like there's already an established rapport between you two. Oh, dance party breaking out in the yard! Those who don't dance but still feel like talking are trying hard to be heard over the music. Only Josh knows not to cup your hand behind your ear. Instead, press that small cartilage bump on your ear called the tragus to hear someone better and they won't have to yell. But the music really is too loud. Let's go back inside. Hmm, New guests have arrived, but not all of them are interested in chit-chat. That guy, sitting on the couch with his arms and legs crossed? I'd better not strike up a conversation with him. A different case is that woman in the baseball cap. Her posture is very relaxed, arms and legs uncrossed. She's also asking her conversation partner a lot of questions about their work, hobbies, interests, opinions. She knows the trick. We all love talking about ourselves. Emily leaned into Carrie and is whispering something in her ear. Carrie then gave her a pat on the back. I bet Emily told her some great secret about herself, even though they just met. This is a great way to make someone new trust you and feel free to open up to you. Hey, I just got complimented on my shirt. We all like compliments, and giving them is one of the easiest yet most effective ways to get a conversation flowing. What's the best compliment you ever got? Let me know in the comments below. While you're doing that, Here are a few more tips that can help you in your social and professional life. If your job is all about face-to-face communication, put a mirror behind you at your workplace. This will make people more agreeable, because no one looks good when they're angry or yelling. They'll try to be more friendly and smiling. To show you're listening attentively, repeat what the other person said before you react. Your boss yelled at you in front of everyone? That's messed up. Sounds a lot more convincing than just following with a That's messed up. If you feel like there's an argument about to break out, start eating something. It'll diffuse the tense atmosphere, since food is a sign of stability and peace for our brain. If you want someone to feel uncomfortable because of some insensitive remark they made, start looking at the middle of their forehead. Or a pie in the face can work too. (laughs) Just kidding on that one. Don't waste a perfectly good pie on a jerk. If you want someone to do something, give them three options. Save the one you want them to choose as the last. That'll make them feel like they have freedom of choice. But they'll most likely pick the last option since it's the freshest in their mind. If someone's having a joke at your expense, make them feel uneasy by asking them to explain what's so funny about it. Just yelling for help in an emergency usually doesn't work. Instead, point out one person from the crowd to get assistance. For example, You in the green shirt! Call for help! Hopefully, you're not colorblind. If someone tries to loudly talk over you, just keep talking without raising your voice or changing its tone, exactly like you were before the interruption. They'll feel awkward and will probably back down. If you want others to agree with you, Slightly nod and maintain eye contact while you're speaking. Nodding means everything I'm saying is true, so people will believe you. So try this out at your next social gathering and let me know how it goes.